That's what I do. I drink and I know things. The end is coming. The final season of Game of Thrones is here. And there is an entire shelf full of ales and spirits, inspired by the show, created by fans for other fans to enjoy. So here is a podcast of ice and fire, hastily thrown together by three guys who were looking for an excuse to drink at work. From different houses they have come, three men too lazy to take the black, but ready to dodge the wildfire every week and chat about the end of a legend. This is We Drink and We Know Things. Now, three guys relieving themselves off the top of the wall. The High Sparrows of Hyperbole. Brad King, Zach Miller, and Tommy Lee. All right, welcome uh, once again to We Drink and We Know Things. Yeah! I'm Brad King. I'm Tommy Lee. I'm Zach Miller. Uh, so now, this is um, not our first official episode, but our our first, like, I feel like this is our first, like, real Right, and true we, finally, yeah. because we finally have episode one to talk yes, about. Yes, we, <laughs> we finally have an actual new episode of Game of Thrones to discuss. And can we just say that it is implied for the remainder of this series and for this podcast... Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> we are yeah, going to spoil it. the living hell <laughs> yes, out of this show obviously. for you. So we're, we're giving you like 24 hours to watch it, and then we're going to talk about it. Yes. So if you haven't watched it yet, but you decided, well, I'm going to see what they're talking about. No. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> we understand. Watch the episode, then come back and play right. the podcast. Yeah. We'll still be here. Yes. Um, so let's start with the, uh, as always, the first half of the title of this podcast, We Drink. Yes, our friend Omigong is back. Yeah, and they have a new release that just came out just in time for the final season. Mm-hmm. It's called For the Throne. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I was kind of curious about this because it's a golden ale co-fermented with Pinot Grigio and um, some other kind of grape juice. Mm. And I, It's a beer wine. Yeah. It's, a, it's a beer wine. It's our bine. It's our bine. <laughs> Um, but wow. it's kind of a popular method now to put either take um, a wine barrel or a uh, bourbon barrel mm-hmm. and kind of ferment the beer in there. It adds a little bit of extra flavor to it. I, okay. I have a feeling this one's going to be a little more uh, sour and yeah. uh, and uh, have a nice golden color to it as well. You should read the description on, on the back as we do these to, okay. to talk a little bit more about what these are because that's pretty cool. Uh, so <laughs> the back says, Winter is here, the wall has fallen, and the final battle for Westeros is underway. Complex and compelling, yet delicate and refined, For the Throne is our tribute to the final occupant of the Iron Throne. For the Throne begins with a Belgian-style golden ale base, which is co-fermented with a blend of Pinot Grigio and Vigonier grape juices. And after bottling, this luxurious libation undergoes a secondary fermentation with champagne yeast to achieve a sparkling effervescence Mm. and a crisp, clean finish. Truly an ale fit for royalty. Neat. Mm. So it says that this is in tribute to the final occupant of the Iron Throne, even yes. though we don't know. Are there any, are there any hints or clues <laughs> in this label description that uh, uh, can tell us who might win the throne? That's a fair question. It's just the, just the throne, and then on the back there's just a little... Is that Winterfell on the back there? The it gate does kind of Winterfell? look like Winterfell's uh, gate. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, that could be. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. So it could be a northerner. Maybe. Could All be. right, let's, uh, let's pop it, crack that open. And I'm looking forward to it because I'm a Pinot guy. I like Pinot. Yeah. yeah. It's a very complex grape. I'm, I've, I'm not much of a of a wine guy, mm. uh, but, uh, I had but a very brief, intriguing. I had a very brief career as a wine snob when I lived in Colorado because I had friends with money and they liked wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's I always a, good friends to have. I had a brief career as a wino once. Yeah. So <laughs> All right. All right, I'll pass this around. You guys take okay. some polls. All right. Uh, so while we're while we're doing that, um, I figure why don't we start um, before we like dive into the episode proper? Um, why don't we just uh, lead off each of us with our our favorite moments of this episode? Um, I'll go first. Sure. My Do favorite it. episode or my favorite moment from the episode was definitely towards the end. 
And there was a lot that happened in this episode for I had a couple, but I was like I t- to really um nail down what I was feeling, I think, and what I would be feeling um if I, you know, either wronged somebody or somebody wronged me ten years ago mm-hmm. by pushing me out of a window and <laughs> then coming face to face with that person again, what would I say and what would I do? And right. I think that that's why Jamie and Braun like reuniting at at Winterfell. Yeah. So the, the, the the final moment. That final moment. Yeah. 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 It's my one of my favorites. See, I went the opposite direction. My favorite moment came right at the beginning. Um and it was it was almost the reunion with John and Arya because that was so cool. Yeah. Um how excited he is that she still has a needle but wait until he sees her use it. <laughs> which, um, which I love, by the way, talk about an, an oh, my sweet summer child moment when he's like, have you ever had the chance to use it? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you truly know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah, you truly you know. know nothing. <laughs> but my favorite moment, um, it's it was subtle, it was quick, it was easy to miss, but... She's such a badass. Leanna Mormont. Oh, setting yes. the tone oh, in the I, hall at Winterfell right off the bat saying how pissed off she is that he he bent the knee and abdicated and she set the tone for the whole episode for us. That is also my favorite <laughs> Was moment. it really? Yes. And, oh, that's great. And my favorite part about it is she almost calls Jon Snow a bitch. I know. She, <laughs> she just stopped. She said, you, you left a lord and you came back a... Yeah. And then... I don't know what you came back as. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she that was like, brilliant. She was just stopped just short of calling him a bitch. And all these old men who had been kind of capitulating around the room, looking like, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll back that up. And, She's yeah, amazing. And, God, and that, I love her. And that was a that's a big thing because she has been one of the the rallying you know points for Jon Snow she's yeah. she's been she's the been one in his corner. yeah that's been standing up for him and and kind of you know leading the rest of the north and it, you know and that was um you know we'll kind of get into this as we get into the the um specific moments of the show but that was such a big part of the whole episode is how much the North clearly does not like Daenerys, and they are not happy yeah. about mm-hmm. about John bringing her and her dragons and her army into the North, I, and you know, and him bending the knee yeah, to her. I have a feeling though that that's going to change pretty quickly in the next couple of episodes when the battle gets underway and they see exactly how much they needed her. Uh, yeah. Yes, but it is the the other big thing uh, is how much man Daenerys just keeps getting closer and closer to the mad queen mm-hmm. i mean she yeah. you know there is just you know she she stopped just short of mm-hmm. telling john that hey if sansa doesn't respect me guess what i'll set her on fire too i know be honest there's just a hair's difference between the two of them there really is <laughs> there really is what a dragon seat yeah um so cheers yeah. for the throne so cheers. yes oh i gotta stretch yeah. okay uh this is good it is. It's got a nice uh, little <clears throat> estuary flavor that you get with a Belgian, um, but Ooh, it kind of gives you a little sour. It's like there's a little sourness to it. Yeah, and, it's got a very yeah. different nose from the one we had uh, last time. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. There's no like sour aftertaste or anything. It's just uh, there is kind of a little, a little bit of the grape kind of hint. Yeah, it's, uh, in it. It doesn't overpower it. It's not. Um, it's not a. It's not what you would expect from a blend that says it's got Pinot Grigio in it. I mean, it's yeah, it's got a good roll to it. It's yeah, very it has nice. a little banana there in the back end as well. Yeah, that's, that's so a Belgian thing. This one is called For the Throne. For the Throne. For the Throne. Mm-hmm. And we'll ha- again, we'll have pictures uh, with this uh, podcast. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's kind of uh, get into the the specific episode. Um, right, right off the top, I loved um, even before the new intro. But the little um, kind of like slow-mo recap that they did right before they went into the previously on. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. The way, you know, it start, you had Ned Stark, you know, waiting to get his head chopped off. But they slowed it down so much that you never you never even saw, uh, you know, the sword come down. You had the, the Red Wedding moment, Catelyn at the Red Wedding. And again, it was slowed down so much that yeah. you didn't even see... 
the uh, you know with the Roose Bolton um, uh, soldier come up behind her. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was really cool the way they had that, and then um, Danny with the dragons when when she birthed the dragons, mm-hmm. and then it kind of started you know really rolling into all these other big moments. John and Egret on the wall, yeah, uh, the purple wedding with, with uh, Joffrey. I thought that, I thought it was just really cool. If this is what we can expect from the production end of this show. For the for these last six episodes, brother, we are in for a hell of a ride. Yeah, yeah. Because because and then so then we get a brand new intro, like oh, yeah. fully completely yeah. new title scene. Even the sun was different. Yeah, ev- yeah. yeah. The whole the, everything. It yeah. was all gold plated. There was uh, there yeah. were certain things it was highlighting on there. It, yeah, it was all it was it was different. Three different scenes on the band. Mm-hmm. Um, in the previous years, it had been like the story leading up. And now it's the stuff we'd seen because it was the um, the ice dragon tearing down the wall, mm-hmm. and then it was the a scene from the red wedding, and then it was the the birth of the dragons. Mm-hmm. Right. So so you had the three new scenes being depicted there, and then your your map uh, much more condensed mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because we start at the wall be, with with the big gap, the big hole in the we've wall. We've got the road south and more of it than we're used to seeing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you focused more on that, and you had, did you guys catch the the little, the tiles flipping over, turning to ice? Yes, and I was, yeah. I was oh. at first I thought I was just imagining that, but now that you mention it, it seems to me that that's the process of the army advancing south. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, oh. So, so that, and that was the first, the first location then was the last hearth, yeah. okay. which was, right. that was the Umber's castle, and that's where we finished the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then you just go to Winterfell. And then King's Landing, and they go inside for the first time. You're right. inside. Yeah. We get the detail. Yes, and where do we go inside Winterfell? The, the crypts. Yeah, the crypts, the cavern. I mean, they are just screaming at us that the crypts are a massive, massive, important location for this It was this in season. one of the trailers, and now it's here it the, is yeah. in the opening freaking credits. Right, yeah. Right, I mean, so they're clearly... Something big is going to happen in the crypts this season. Yeah, definitely. I want to talk about the uh, the immediate tension that we saw between Sansa and, and Daenerys, which I, I think, again, sets the tone for what's going on here. Like we were just talking about how nobody in the North is happy, but Sansa didn't hide her cards at all she was right up front with you know this is bs and here's why right Mm -hmm. and um i i i'm interested to see how quickly this is resolved because this has to be resolved fast yeah so you get you know the the episode opens then and and it's and it's the first of many callbacks throughout this episode to previous seasons particularly to the pilot episode Mm -hmm. because now you're opening instead of in the pilot episode you have the king and queen coming from the south. Now you have the you know kind of king and queen are coming up from the north, but they're still you know riding into Winterfell with right. their troops. Mm-hmm. You have the the northerners, the peasants, the commoners all looking on. You have the little boy that climbs up high so he can yeah. get a good view, like you know like Bron did in the beginning. And and yes, once again a very awkward, chilly reception. You know, it was, mm-hmm. uh, was very uh, awkward and, and chilly between Cersei and everybody else. The king was very friendly, uh, you know, to Ned. So here yeah. you had, you know, John Stark, obviously very friendly towards the family. Um, but then uh, Daenerys comes over and it becomes that, that awkward family reunion when, yeah. <laughs> when, when your cousin brings the girl that everybody hates. Who did John touch? In that scene, because if you think about it, oh, yeah, back true. in the, in in the, the pilot. pilot, they said that you know Robert touched a couple of different people, and they they all pa- died. They right? all died. Everybody oh, that Robert pull. touched, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't Robert, know if that's you, the case because yeah, Robert I didn't catch that at all. That's great. Robert touched Ned. He touched Catelyn, and he touched uh, Rob, Rob Stark, mm-hmm. and and all three of them died. He might uh, have even uh, touched Rickon too. Possibly he did. He, oh he did. tussled his hair. He tussled his oh hair. Uh-huh. You're right. Yes, he did. <laughs> Wow, yeah, you are absolutely I didn't pick right. up on any of that. Yeah. So what if whoever night. John touched well, is he touched safe. Bron, he, he and and he touched Sansa. He gave Sansa a hug. So they're he safe. Touched, he touched he, Bron. he would have the reverse effect. 
Oh, interesting. Mm. That's what I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It's just a theory. Yeah, and, interesting. And to that end, this I, I think if there was an unofficial title, I know the title of the episode was Winterfell, but if there was an unofficial title, it should have been Reunions. Yes. Yeah. Because there were so many reunions. And, so many, and they were great, even when they were awkward, like, like Arya and the Hound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one, um, that, that, that was, was all business. It was, yeah. Well, you know what? Mutual though? respect, but right, it was all business. Right. That was, I, somebody I, I, online or on Twitter, they, they, they mentioned the hound's comment to her, you know, oh, you're a cold hearted bitch, aren't you? I guess that's why you're still alive. <laughs> and they, they said that's probably about as close as you're going to get to a compliment from the hound. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? I, I also loved the, uh, the Tyrion Sansa reunion. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. running off so quickly. Well, it did, it was a little bit difficult to explain. <laughs> yeah. And why my wife left as the kid. King lay dying. That, yeah. yeah, that was that was one of my my favorite moments as well, and and a key moment there, which uh, Zach, you and I had talked about this um, last week. Yeah, obviously off air or off off yeah. podcast, whatever, right. yeah. <laughs> whatever the proper terminology is. But so I've been rewatching in the first couple seasons. As I, I, I rewatched the first season and a half, and. Uh, particularly when they get into season two, I had I had kind of forgotten almost how damn smart and clever Tyrion is. Oh yeah, he he's so brilliant, uh, particularly as the hand of the king, the yeah. acting hand in season two. And we've talked about how the last two seasons, especially season seven, Tyrion has really kind of become a moron. Like he's he's made a lot of really <laughs> yeah. bad decisions. Yeah, you're right, and. I thought that was a great moment for Sansa to be the one to call him out on that when he says mm-hmm. that he trusts Cersei, which is insane. Right. Yeah. Why, of all people, Tyrion should be the first one to know to, to not yeah. trust anything that she says. Exactly. And for him to say, you know, hey, yeah, she's, you know, Cersei told me that she's sending the army to help us. You know, he stands up in when they're in the Great Hall. And when, you know, when Lyanna Mormont calls out Jon Snow and everyone's, you know, kind of rubble, rubble, rubble. And Tyrion hops up to defend him. And gives this terrible speech that ends with, <laughs> and by the way, the Lannister army is marching north, and everybody boos him. Yeah. Like, why, A, why does he trust Cersei? B, why would he think that telling everyone that the Lannister army, the the right. n- arch villain of the Starks, mm-hmm. the, the Lannister army marching north is going to rally people around Jon Snow and suddenly make them think, wait, Jon is making great choices. Exactly. So, and, and there are a couple of other really big, really important reunions, but we'll get to those a little bit later on in the podcast because they happen towards the end and they're, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're especially tasty and worth waiting for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I loved uh, d- just to put a, a bow on my point. Mm-hmm. Sansa explicitly saying to him, "I once thought you were the cleverest man alive," and you know, and that's such a burn line number yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And she walks away, and you know, you can see Tyrion just you know, kind of like, "Ooh, yeah." But you know, I, I, and that's one of the things I was most impressed with with this episode, and and it was, and it's definitely been you know growing. They've been growing this, but the ascent of Sansa. To I think now one of if not the smartest players in the game, mm-hmm. yeah, and just I mean she has come so far from where she began in season one, whining to Ned about how uh, you know I <laughs> everything I, I want to marry Joffrey and yeah. you know and Ned saying be a proper lady right you know and Ned saying to her you know I will when you grow older you will find somebody that is brave and kind and gentle and she says i don't want any of those things i want joffrey you know (laughs) and not realizing that she's owning herself you know by by saying that and now i mean she for all the hell that she has gone through she learned a lot from cersei and littlefinger yeah whether directly or indirectly very true she she realizes her power her agency and you know and she is not afraid to point out when other people particularly other men are being really stupid and making really bad decisions. Yeah, right. And she did that with her brother uh, last season right. and said, hey, listen, this we wouldn't be here if it weren't for me, basically. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
the the reunion between Bran and John was also interesting, as you were talking earlier about the O child between (laughs) between John and Arya. It's basically reversed with Bran because when John says you've turned into such a a young man, and Bran's like. Not quite. <laughs> and, and whereas John's thinking, oh, well, he's, he just doesn't, th- he thinks he still has more growing up to do. Right. Oh, no. no. He's, he's gone a little bit beyond such and, a man. And I do like how, so. how Bron, uh, or Bran, when, uh, you know, when they're they're going through the quote unquote niceties, the awkward niceties yeah. of the introductions, <laughs> Bran, Bran uh, we don't have time for this. All right. Um, I love how there's weird an ice he's dragon. Uh, yeah. the, the, there's dead people marching north. Come on, let's uh, let's wrap this up. along. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yes, yes. You miss each other. Great. Let's okay. What he's gotten wonderfully weird. He, yeah. he is so weird. And when when the news um, switching gears now, if I may, when when the news reaches King's Landing about the dragon breaking through the wall, yes, Cersei's response was. Genius! It was so perfect for her character. One word, yeah. Uh, Good. <laughs> creepy uh, Quiburn, Kyburn <laughs> yeah. comes up, tells her that uh, the wall has fallen. The White Walkers are marching south, uh, and her response is good. Good, and she walks away with that smile on her face. Yeah, probably to go drink some wine. Oh, so yeah. So let's chilling. Let's, oh, let, so what is okay? So we have we have that, and then uh, Euron. Ugh. You're on, and that was, by the way, I think I can't die qui- uh, quickly I enough. Know, I know. Oh God, kill him soon, please. That was so, wildfire so would be nice. This is, this is what I wrote on my notes. I was I was taking down notes all throughout the episode, and all I wrote is. Cersei, you're on ick. Yeah. <laughs> like just, uh. He wants to go have a private chat with the queen. Right, yeah. So, you know, so there's there's two, obviously two big things that happened here with Euron. Let's, let's talk about the Cersei thing first. So he he shows up with the with the gold uh, the gold company. The, the, <laughs> the, the golden the, company. The golden company. Another nominee for best line. Which is... I thought there would be elephants, sir. Yes. I heard you had yes. elephants. So that yes, <laughs> and that was what was so great. That was such a fan moment because yeah. so much of what has been discussed online surrounding the Golden Company has revolved around elephants. Yeah. So like so much of the speculation <laughs> stuff I've seen online of people like, you know, this is what's great about the Golden Company being in the show. We're going to get elephants. We're going to get elephant battles and stuff. That was so <laughs> clearly a direct response yeah. to to the online fans. And of, to have her deliver it with that yeah. with that smattering yeah. smirk of disappointment. Hmm. Yeah, I, I understood you to have elephants. <laughs> like, Disappointing. You were just you were just gifted. Well, not gifted. You purchased, but you've just been you've just absorbed this massive army. <laughs> right. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand arms. Give and, or take. Yeah, a give few, or take. And, and you're bitching lot. that you don't have any pachyderms. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, really. And then she brings it up again later. That yeah, was what yeah. was great. Like it uh, was like that was really sticking in her craw that there were really no I am I'm loath to admit this, but Cersei is actually one of my favorite characters on this show because she, she is, is so unbelievably yeah. consistent. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is she is a great character. Yeah. She, completely unlikable, but perfect. Right. But yeah. but yeah. A, a great character. Yeah. Um, but even though we didn't get the elephants, we did get Captain Strickland. Harry Strickland, uh, yes. which is a, a big character in the books. And easily the lamest name in the it, entire series. I, it's, it's, it's between that and, and Kevin Lannister. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> Hi, yeah. I'm, I'm Euron Greyjoy. Good to meet you. Harry Strickland. Uh, right. I sell plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's such a, it's, it's such a common name. Even Harold Strickland feels right. like it would be just a smidge better. <laughs> just throw an E in there somewhere. Harold yeah. Strickland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, at least it's not Dickon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dickon and then Dickon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so okay. So with with Cersei, um, a do we still believe is she really pregnant? No. You. Uh, so you don't, I don't think she is. You don't think so? You think she she made that up? Yeah, I think that's all made up. I think she is. Okay. And the reason that I think that she is and she's still drinking wine is because it's like back in the old days where. Nobody knew right. that, you know, wine or can cause birth care. defects and well, stuff. Well, yeah. but she, I would think that, except that she specifically was not drinking wine with Tyrion. Oh, when? And when she told, and that's oh, how that's Tyrion true. That's realized true. that, you know, at least suspected that she was with child. And then she admitted to him that she was. And now, again, 
was she telling him the truth? Yeah. I well, think the, the one reason that I don't think she is is that it first came up really when she was talking to Tyrion and every single thing she said to Tyrion in that meeting was a steaming load of pony loaf. Right. The whole thing, start to finish, was a lie. Why wouldn't she also lie about yeah. this as part of her motivation to help sell her mindset? Right. Or was it? Because I, or was it? I have a theory know. about Tyrion, too, after seeing how he, uh, you know, he had that meeting with her. He was on the boat. He had that oddness about him when, right. you know, Daenerys and, and John were in the bedroom together. Hashtag boat sucks. And he's, he's, <laughs> he's loving the Lannister <laughs> army. <laughs> he, that, that gets a refill. <laughs> he's, he's big on the Lannister army coming up and believing Cersei. When, when in the show has he ever believed her? I mean, right. they've always well, been at ends, and now he's suddenly on her side. I, I don't know. I, I think that she also might be pregnant, and that might be her breaking point with Euron, um, because you know how he said he's going to put a little prince in her right. belly. Yeah. I think that he, she's going to have another one with a golden crown, and that's going to set him off, and he's going to immediately destroy his allegiance to her yeah. if he has the baby. By the way, can I say how perfect it was that while Euron was sowing his semen uh, oats, <laughs> his, his sailor's oats, how about if I put it that way yeah, instead? Yeah. <laughs> um, direct. That, that Theon... Chose that moment to rescue his sister and liberate the birth. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So Genius. Let's okay. Let's talk about that because that was one of the things that I did not like. The, really? Well, here I the the one thing that I liked, which which was almost my favorite moment of the show, um, was as soon as Theon cuts her loose, Yara headbutts the jackass, <laughs> and knocks him down. Awesome. Yeah. That almost made it worth it, but. So we get that there's this whole big thing last season of, you know, Yara being kidnapped and Euron parades her through the streets of King's Landing and, Mm -hmm. you know, and so he's taking her captive and all this. And just like that, I mean, that has to be one of the easiest rescues in the history of this show. Not to mention the fact that Theon's the one that pulled it off. And Theon's Mm -hmm. the one doing it. So to me. And the crews of those boats all just immediately swapped. Allegiances. Right. So what was the point? What was the point of having Yara kidnapped? Yeah. I mean there there uh, there better be something else. Yeah. That was one her. of the, that was one of the weaker points of the entire um script uh, in my opinion of episode 1. Yeah. I mean because if a, if that's the last we see of Yara that is really depressing and sad. Yeah. She deserves yeah. so much better than I agree. that. But even if it isn't what I mean, I I guess I'm grateful that they at least spared us any kind of torturing and raping right. of Yara. Yeah. Um. But what was what was the point? That's true. I, I mean, that was such an easy rescue. Yeah. That it was it was very clear last season that 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 the point was so that they could you know paint build, Theon as the yeah build to Theon's redemption. Yeah. You know, she was being used as which is why I didn't like it from the start because I I have no desire at all. For, to see Theon redeemed. No. No, he, no I don't he is, either. He, he, he didn't have any redemptive qualities from the start. He, I mean, he really didn't. He, no. was a, he was an arrogant prick from episode one right. on. Plus, he's, he's he, you know, his, his moment of redemption comes from rescuing the toughest woman in the series, not named Arya or Lyanna. Right. And, <laughs> and, and what's, what is his other moment of redemption? Re- rescuing Sansa right. from Ramsay, right. which, again, really bugs me because it feels like that was the only reason they put Sansa in that situation to begin with, yeah. was so that Ramsay could be the one to save her. Yeah, you know, so it's to me, it's a pretty lame plot device that they keep putting these these strong women into these yeah. these horrible situations just so Theon of all friggin' people can come by and be the hero. Side note, by the way, and uh, way off topic, but how bizarre was it to see the actor who played Ramsey Bolton play Mick Mars in the dirt? It's you know what? It is, <laughs> it's really funny that you bring that up because uh, my wife and I just watched the dirt over yeah. the weekend. Not and a great movie, but a fun movie. It's a, yeah. Yeah. And for like the first half of the movie, I'm like, why do I recognize this? I did the this same guy? thing. Oh. I had to look it up, and I'm like, you're kidding me. I did, I did the exact same thing. I'm like, it was driving me nuts, yeah. and I could not figure I'm like, I know this dude from something. Because then what after that, every time he talked, I was hearing Ramsey Bolt every time. <laughs> exact same thing. I, I went to IMDb. I'm like, okay. I'm like, and then I saw his name. I'm like, I know that name. Clicked on him. I'm like, 
that's Ramsey Bolton. So the, yeah, the whole yeah. second half of the movie bizarre. <laughs> was Ramsey Bolton back back to the family his, of uh, the... pork sausage. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's 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 weak writing, and it doesn't make sense at all. But I, I still I love the timing that they mm-hmm. chose the moment when you was going on <laughs> right. to uh, to to do this. And I, I also like that this came shortly after we had a display of just how incredibly dysfunctional the Lannister family is when we learned that Cersei wants her brothers killed with the same crossbow that killed their father. It's like there there are no healthy families on <laughs> no. this show at all. No, and so that so and, and that brings up. Another point. Um, do I? I think a that at least on the surface means that Tyrion and Cersei are not knowingly in cahoots, right? But, but and what I mean by that is Tyrion might stupidly believe what she told him, mm-hmm. but he but he did not form a plan with her to betray the Starks. They're working against each other in the same direction, if that makes sense. Right. That's kind of how I see what they're doing. If if she's paying Bronn off to go and assassinate Tyrion and or Jaime, then I think that Tyrion has not made a deal with, with Cersei. Right. The counter to that, of course, is... Maybe he did, and she's and just she going to kill care. him yeah. after he does. Yeah. After he performs his betrayal, yeah, because... or go kill Jamie, and then Jamie finds out, and then that's where he realizes that she's against him, and and right, he may kill her. I don't know. So, do we think Bronn will actually betray Jamie, Jamie, and or Tyrion? He's a sellsword. Yeah, I was going to say, he's a sellsword. So, but I mean, there is a bond there. But he does have the bond with both of those guys. I mean, if if he wanted, if if he truly didn't care deep down about Jamie, he would never have saved him from the dragon fire. Exactly. At the battle scene. Exactly. He he dove in front of a dragon. Now he yeah. claimed afterwards that he was doing it because he needed to be paid. He hadn't right? been paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what is what is Bronn's motivation? His motivations. That's one of the questions that we'll... he talks about is that castle and the, and the girl, the, the queen or princess or whatever. We've that got he never five. Got. Yeah, we've got five episodes to find out, and I think it's going to be a lovely ride. Yeah. Um, speaking of of lovely rides, so <laughs> the other of dragons. Yeah. So the other um, one of the other big moments, and and again a, a moment that I I it was. The moment itself was great. Obviously, we're talking about John riding a dragon here. Right. This is now. This is a with big, Danny on the other one. Yes. Yes. Not the not hashtag boat sex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of dragon riding. <laughs> um, so you you have uh, Danny and John. Now they're both riding a. They're each riding a respective dragon. That the moment itself was cool. I, I had I had some big time Superman uh, movie flashbacks. You know? I did too, actually. Superman and Lois. I was waiting to hear somebody start humming. Can you read my mind? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know that was a cool moment, but um, I felt like boy, that felt really anticlimactic to me. There has been such a buildup about dragon riders, and Danny's the only one that we've seen do this, and other and, than the Night King. Mm-hmm. Other, right, correct. Yes, right. yes. Other, other than the Night King, um, but that's a different so, thing. Yeah. So Dan, Danny is the only living human right, right, right. that we have seen mm-hmm. in the show do this. There's so much lore about this. It's supposed to be such a you know a, such a rare thing. And Daenerys was so nonchalant about it. John was so nonchalant. I mean, it just, just hop on the thing, take right. her spin. Yeah. You know, well, right? Where, where do it, I hold on? <laughs> Anywhere you can. It just kind of <laughs> happened and. Uh, that to me really felt very anticlimactic. Yeah, I would agree. I um, would like. I would have liked to see him jump on like in the middle of a battle scene, and like it's his. It's like a desperation. That would have been the way to do it, right? Yeah. Or he's going to get killed by the White Walkers unless he jumps on the dragon right there and flies, and then 
burns them all, you know, uses uses Dracaris and that would have been right. fantastic. Or you know, or or as a way to prove that he has that he is a Targaryen, that he has Targaryen blood, you yeah. know, to convince simultaneously. You know, you know, if if you had I, I feel like if they had saved that until after Daenerys finds out that he is a Targaryen, mm-hmm. and you know she's not going to react well to this. No. Probably you know, the same way he did. Right. Yeah. I think I think she's <laughs> react worse than, well, than yeah, he probably, did. A yeah. lot worse. Um, but that would to me that would have been a thing. You know, okay, fine. You're a Targaryen. Yeah. Get on that dragon and ride. You know, it, and that would have been a big kind of dramatic moment then of what's going to happen. Is the dragon going to burn him? Is it you know whatever and. But it was just kind of yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I, what, if, um, what if he doesn't let me? Well, then it was nice knowing you. To, <laughs> you know, to me, the, just... to me, the best part about the dragon ride scene was the uh, the waterfall that it ended at because that was gorgeous. Yeah. It was, but but wow, does John have a thing, man? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. got a thing for waterfalls and caves. Yeah. So I, like, I thought it was the same one originally. You know, when I, when I first saw it, I was like, wait exactly. a second, I have been this here before. Yeah. Ladies, or what? <laughs> right, right. I would that's, love, that's by the way, little, that's his little uh, you know apartment on the side. That's where he takes his ladies. <laughs> there are people out there who have video editing talent that I do not and never will who need to pair that up. With Danger Zone from uh, Kenny Loggins, right? Yes, <laughs> <There's> the <top laughs> <gun>. dipping down <laughs> into the canyon and everything <laughs> else. Swooping. That has to be on the internet, please. Somebody, they, they should have, uh, you know, right before um, they they buzzed Winterfell and and the <laughs> yeah. three, and there, you know, they should have had John Snow spills the per- coffee. Yeah, permission to buzz the tower. <laughs> Varys is like, I'm sorry, my lord, the tower is full, and <laughs> he does it anyway. Or dub it with the sound effects from Independence Day, and at the end of it, they land, and he looks at her and says, "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> um, oh man. So let's see. We talked. We talked already about um, Danny and, and Sansa. Um, what uh, uh, awkward meetings for Daenerys? Oh. Danny and Samwell Tarly. Oh my gosh! Holy oh, yeah. cow! You killed my father. Eh, it's okay. My brother. Well, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, and Dan- Danny and Sansa was awkward enough with the whole echoing of what was going on with the uh, with the northern houses and everything else, and. You know what do dragons eat? Whatever the hell they want, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, Danny and Samwell, that was that was pretty messed up, and it, it was nice to see Samwell make it back. You know, make it back up north and make it to Winterfell so that he can get ready to spill the whole beans. And um, her telling him about the uh, special barbecue that his father and brother attended after the battle in season seven, oh. um, that was really hard to watch. You, you felt so bad for Samwell, who's been treated like absolute crap by his family forever. Mm-hmm. He he hated hated his dad, right? And yeah. and he you know he had that which just was like oh was so cringe inducing when he's like, well, and he's fighting back the tears yeah. even though he hates his his dad. His dad was just a total a hole, and he's like, well, at least I'll be welcome back home now that <laughs> yeah. my brother's in charge. I was like, oh. oh. No, not so much. I was waiting for, you know, need a break? Have a Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Having a wow. bad day. It was, you know, you almost needed the uh, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm music to start playing. As they zoom in on, on Danny's uh, face, she's like, oh, man. Yeah, well, that was harsh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Samwell um, taking that news just exactly like you would assume he would take that news. But then John's in the cavern in the in the crypts, hanging out with the with the ancestors, looking for the answers, as it right. were. Uh, and then, of course, here comes Samwell. Which, by the way, before they before they get to the the serious moment, clumsy as hell, Samwell yeah. crash. Just, I'm okay. Just literally tripping all over himself as he enters the crypt. Sorry. Yeah. Just, oh boy. Oh, yeah, but um, he goes in there, um, and for the comedic value, he's tripping all over the place on his way in, and then he spills the news about John's actual lineage, how he is Aragon Targaryen, or excuse me, Aegon Targaryen, sixth of his name, protector of all Westeros, blah, blah, blah. The whole bit. As, the whole as, bit. As, lays and, it all out. And that was the biggest moment of this episode. There are a yeah. lot of big moments, but yeah. that is one thing that he does not want to be. Yeah. 
to at me, all. this was the this was actually to me this was the only real big plot moment in the whole show. There were a lot of moments that were important that were interesting, and right? Mm-hmm. Good for the show and kept the thing going and gave us a nice reunion uh, or reintroduction to what's going on. But to me, this was the only real heavy moment of the entire series for yeah. the ongoing story. Was this moment where uh, you know we start to get the pieces in for checkmate now, yeah. and uh, John finds out which piece he actually is. <laughs> so and and he John he took the news. I mean, not not bad. well. Go, I mean, yeah. all things <laughs> well, considered, all things considered, I, I feel like he he felt betrayed. <laughs> he didn't a kill him. Bit. Like he almost had a, a feeling of like. You're telling me that my dad was a liar, right? He like, felt my whole life. My yeah. whole life, yeah. yeah. But it, it went once Samwell kind of told him why he would have. You know, you would have been killed by King Robert. You know, that's right. why he did. So he he was almost like his dad, who he always knew was so loyal yeah. that he couldn't tell him the truth. The paragon of truth. No, notice yeah. the the one thing that he doesn't bring up in his discussion with Sam <laughs> as he's fighting as as he's you're going through the denial phase is. So I've been sleeping with my aunt? <laughs> yeah, and that hasn't occurred to him yet. He does not. I mean, it might have occurred to him, but he does not verbalize it. Right, he doesn't verbalize it yet. <laughs> I uh, I saw a meme the other day that it was like, season one, incest. Ew, gross. Season seven, incest. Yeah, yeah get right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah. Very true. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Samwell is Maury Povich. I mean, that was, you know, <laughs> guess who the father is. Yeah, Ned Stark, you are not the father. Yeah. Um, I, despite the fact that, that to me, and again, this is just my opinion, but, um, despite the fact that in my opinion, this was the only really big plot point mm-hmm. in the entire episode, I think the writing is back on track. And I think that this was kind of the calm before a heavy storm. This is like what it's, it's like. It's a lot when, of table sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is when John can or this is when Jim Cantori shows up at your town to broadcast on the weather channel. <laughs> you know, some, you know, some shit's coming. Winter is coming. But you don't know what it's going to be yet. Yeah. So how do we uh, how do we think uh, Daenerys is going to take the news? And and actually, before we get to how do we think she's going to take the news, who's going to break it to her? Is it going to be John? Is John going to sit on this and it'll be a collective meeting? It'll have to be John, and I think Bran, Bran as well. See, I think know? I think Bran just awkwardly blurts it out. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning. You're not the heir to the throne, right? Yeah. Uh, you're, you've been sleeping with your aunt. But you are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, what drugs are you on, Brian? You're getting yeah. weird. Um, two more notes that I wrote, because like you, I wrote like a page of notes during this thing last night. Did you write any notes last night? Yeah, you did. You've got I notes have, over there, too. I have a couple, yeah. Um, I uh, The young boy who was turned into a white... Uh, was who was tacked yes. to the wall around all those the umber cut off uh, limbs? Lord Umber, Lord Umber, thank you, Ned Umber. Um, yes, his name was Ned. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, he was, was the one that was asking for for more horses. Yeah, he, at, the, no, at the very beginning, was this also the little? This wasn't the little boy who was up in the tree at the beginning, too, was it? No, no. no? This okay. is a guy that was spared. Remember, they were going to kill him because his his dad had betrayed. Oh, that's uh, right. John, that's right. So John had spared thank him you. then in the last. John, yeah, John. Right. Yeah, at, at the end of last season, and then at the beginning of this episode, he was in the Great Hall. That's right. Requesting more horses and, and, and around animals yeah. or whatever, and Sansa said, "Okay." Head back to your uh, your castle, and, and we'll send you the supplies and everything yeah. you need. I was talking to Brad about this before we got started, um, before you came in. Oh, yeah. I'm watching this kid on my, uh, I've, I've got like a 10-year-old plasma TV. <sighs> so I'm at an angle, and I'm watching, and the screen's a little bit dark, and they're talking over this kid while he's tacked up there, and blah, blah, blah. I'm pointing at the bottle. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not, not getting the hint. I'm, I'm good at that. Um, and this... and. As he's continuing to talk, I'm <clears throat> I'm watching this kid's eyes, and I'm like, "Is he? Did he just open his eyes? Yeah. <laughs> Is he looking at the guy who's talking?" And then all of a sudden, right before I, no, I'm good, thanks. Right after he, uh, I mean, right as I'm starting to think, "Is that?" Is that kid looking at him? Is he uh-huh. a white? Yeah. Right before I said that to to the beloved Kim, the kid starts shrieking. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, but that's going to stay with me for a while. That was so, <laughs> so freaky. In, in my notes, I wrote down zombie kid, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then basically an emoji. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, what would was... he have done though? All, aren't all of his limbs like up on the wall? Well, yeah, no, his limbs weren't. Those were yeah, the his, other he, limbs. He still had his limbs because yeah. his arms were like up and stuff. Yeah. But they had like 
other people's limbs. Okay. In a right. so, and that's weird in the, whirlpool <laughs> shape. So, okay. So with the Night King, and then they said this, you know, this is a message from the Night King. And, yeah, a message from the Night King. Um, so my questions are, okay, so clearly the Night King is, I don't know what the, the proper term is, but he, the, the Night King is, the, there's enough thought process going on with the Night King. He's not, he's not just a he's Terminator. Not, he's not mindless. Right. He's sentient. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's not a mindless killing machine. So there, there's enough thought process going on there for him to want to screw with these people and send them messages. Because yeah. they've been doing this for seasons now with these, these symbols, these, you know, the, the yeah, they've been spirals. Finding, they've and, been finding stuff in the woods since season one. Right. Yeah. You know, and they, you know, they make all these, these different uh, symbols with body parts. And now he can travel faster because he's got a dragon. Okay. So that's, yeah. so, the, so those are my two questions. One, what, what, what does the Night King want? What is the goal here? And two, he's got a dragon. What's taking him so long? Yeah, Gendry. Gendry ran from you know from the middle of the north to Winterfell. You know, yeah. There's, in, there's a suspension of disbelief. So certain know? people can apparently teleport right. in Westeros, and now and the Night King cannot. has a friggin' dragon. Why isn't he at Winterfell like immediately? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a fair question. I don't know. So, but so the real question though, what do we think he wants? What is what is the Night King's motivation, motivation? here? I think it's the same as Cersei's. Rule them all. Mm-hmm. Eternal winter. Yeah, eternal winter and um, Lord of the land of the dead, a continent and, full of the dead. But what? But why? What is? Some people hunger for power. Yeah, and I I don't know if this stems back to with the children of the forest scene. See, that's a, I, I think that's I, part of it. I think there's some kind of revenge or something going on with that with the children of the forest having created him. Yeah. yeah, you created me. Now you're gonna perish yeah. because of it. You know, basically. Yeah. And he's he's trapped. I mean, he's like a vampire, basically, where he will live forever, seemingly. Right. Yeah. And this is not the first time that they've ever seen winter for a long time. What was it like? Thousands of years ago, they right. also had the long night. And old Nan told stories of right. you know, the whites and all that and stuff. Ice spiders and yeah. 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 I, I'm hoping we get ice spiders this season. Well, yeah. they deprived us of elephants. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! We want our ice spiders. <laughs> what? No ice spiders? Yeah, I, no. I think the I think the Night King is actually one of the most interesting characters in this whole show. And really? He doesn't get name checked because he's he's the dead zombie guy who's blue. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, the bad guy. Yeah. There's there's so much you know, like Brad's saying, we don't know what his motivation is. We don't understand what's his thought process. We know he has one because he's a brilliant strategist. He figured out get the dragon out, use the dragon to break down the right. wall, mm-hmm. and we have suddenly opened up Westeros. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it'll be interesting. One last thing that um, we haven't touched on yet is what Bran's up to in the latter part of this show, like the last 15, 10 minutes of the show. He's just sitting out there in his chair in the courtyard at Winterfell. Waiting, waiting on a friend. Waiting on a friend, yeah. <laughs> and then that friend is Jamie Lannister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that was a, a great moment and in a show full of reunions. Yeah. And again, you get you get the callback to mm-hmm. the end of the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, who did he say it to? Was it Samwell? He said it to. Yeah, what are you doing Sam. out here? I'm waiting on an old friend. Yeah, waiting waiting for an old friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the, the here is the the other the big thing is there were no major deaths this episode. No, no, we didn't no. lose a single named character. No, and to that end, it is time for. The scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> Currently, all three of us are tied at zero because no one's dead yet. None of our predictions have come true or been disproven. So um, join us again next week for <laughs> the, the scoreboard. scoreboard. The shortest sports center ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. So uh, favorite line. Favorite line. Favorite sir. line of, of the episode. I, I yield to you. Mine mine was several uh, lines, I mean, but it all was in one. So it was, I'm not talking about the King of the North. I'm talking about the King of the Bloody Seven Kingdoms, and that was Samwell talking to John, Because he basically said, you're Aegon Targaryen, right. yeah. true heir to the Iron Throne. Big moment. And Great line. Yeah. I love that line. Can't argue with that one. Mine, the wisdom of the spider. As they're watching the, the young people plot and do <laughs> right, what they need right, to do. Right. And he yeah. says, the young keep us at a distance so we don't remind them of an unpleasant truth. Nothing lasts. Mm. 
to oh, me so that as soon as he wrote that I was like oh and Kim's like what I'm like hang on I had to pause it okay play <laughs> so you guys both went deep I went comedic my my Perfect. favorite line I'm okay is, no. is, yeah, it had its moments <laughs> the wedding yeah the purple yeah. wedding you know that was that was it had its just, moments Ah, oh, that was great. That I, was, I almost that chose Torman's line too when they were in the what was it, the last hearth? And yeah, I've always had. Blue I've always eyes. had. My eyes have always been blue. <laughs> yeah, oh. that was right. solid. So um, prediction check in. We are, we already did the uh, death scoreboard, yep. um, but uh, when we did our our last episode, um, we each made our predictions about who was going to end up on the Iron Throne at the end of the series. Yes, each of you said Jon Snow. I said no one. Um, so actually, Zach uh, said Tyrion. No, Zach said that he he would like to see Tyrion. Oh, like that's, right, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. I have it written down. He said I have it written down be, wrong. Be John Snow. Yep. Um, so after we're one episode down, we got five more to go. How are we all feeling on our Iron Throne predictions? I've already changed. Really? Yeah. I'm actually. Uh, I, I'm not thrilled with having John wow, Snow as really? my pick anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and, uh, well, do tell. And I'll, I'll, I'll say why, if I may. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like the John Snow pick anymore because it makes too much sense and it seems too obvious. Yeah. And this that, was, show, that was my whole argument. This yeah. show does not deliver the obvious. It delivers yeah. something that's strong, but it does not give you automatically what you think you want. No, I, I, so I, do I you, agree with that. Do you have a... Do you, do you, do have I have a, a new pick? Yeah, a different prediction? Not yet. Not yet. I've been thinking about that and I haven't really landed on anybody yet. It sounds terrible, but yeah. I I'm I'm just kind of enjoying the ride right now. Maybe by maybe by next episode I'll I'll have a better answer At for that. At least by the end of the <laughs> sixth episode. Uh, by the end of the sixth episode I'll have an answer. Although I, I'm starting to warm up to your no one idea. I could imagine I, a scenario where the which throne I'm, I am sticking with that. Where I the throne is destroyed. No yeah. I, I'm gonna go with I, I, I think it is someone. Okay. And the reason that I don't think it's John anymore is because I'm I'm like you. I I think that that would be too obvious. But I also think that John has to be the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's what laid out. Was the out. poll I saw today? Thirty-four percent of fans of the show think it's going to be John. Yeah, it oh, can't yeah. possibly was, be no. freaking John. And and third was, yeah, Daenerys was was second, and I think no one came in third. I think no one came in yeah, third. Yeah, no place. one was third John first. has to die. I think John has to die for a satisfying ending and for like mm. the the love between him and Daenerys, and I, I even think that possibly she could be turned into a white. I don't know. There's there's a bunch of theories out there that I, I have that I've seen online that I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I think those two are too obvious, yeah. and I think that as the throne was covered in snow back in her vision, I think it's going to be Sansa Stark. Takes the Iron Throne. So, okay, now that's interesting because I was going to say if now if I could pick who I want to see at this point, I would say Sansa. But what? But to me, there's no, there's no legal quote unquote legal reason for For her her to to take the throne. She 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 has no actual claim to the throne. No. So how does how does Sansa end up on the throne? I think she ends up much like her father Ned should have ended up on the throne when he was there at the end of the battle and the throne was his for the taking, but he just sat around and waited for Robert to get there so he could hand the throne over to him. I think that she will take the throne and and sit on that iron throne. Interesting. Interesting, but wow. I don't know. Yeah. It could it could be no one. That's uh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, it. I was like I said, if if we were to do a new round of who would you like to see, Sansa would be my number one pick, which I never would have you know would have predicted. I still would like to see Tyrion, but only because he's my favorite character yeah. on the he's whole show. Too, but awesome. man, he's got to smarten up. He, he really is, does. He is just <laughs> I, five he was, episodes. He was like the he was like the one bastion of wisdom through season seven. You I could know. always count on him to make mm-hmm. the smart move. I know, but and, then last the last and, season, and, he really yeah. started getting stupid. Yeah, towards the end of it, he was just kind of like, and then this, yeah. and then there was that weird thing while uh, while the family reunion was happening in the other bedroom um he was out in the hallway looking really right. disappointed kind of, and crestfallen yeah. and we have no idea why yeah, kind of and, leering and... and then this whole episode it was just like but but stuff yeah and no not stuff yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I i'm i'm kind of hoping that um that sansa's you know burn uh, maybe kind of wakes him up a little bit. That, yeah, you know, hey, I think it did. He had that look on his face when she walked away, like, eh, all right, uh, okay. that, hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt. 
Yeah, nobody can uh, nobody can tear you down like the misses, man. I'm right. just saying. <laughs> True. Especially when you deserve it. Are they still legally married? Do we even? Uh, they never consummated it. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Back then, that was important. Yeah. So, um, anybody dying next week? Because mm-hmm. again, we had no deaths this week. Oh yeah, we're, yeah. we're definitely going to see some death next who, week. Who do you think is going down? Because um, be... it looks like just from the previews, it looks like I think we're going to get like the start of the battle. I don't mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I don't think we're getting the full battle of Winterfell. That's just it. We have until to have what, the third episode. Whatever the spark to the powder keg is, it has to happen at the end of next week. Because, right. and by the way, I will say this. Um, and I just closed my iPad, but I think it was Brad. I think it was you that made the prediction that. The big battle has to happen in the first three episodes, yeah. and everything mm-hmm. we've read says all of episode three, all of episode three, yeah. an hour is going to be the well, big ep- epic episode battle. Episode three is longer than an hour. That's the first one that. Oh, that's goes, the first longer one. Oh, that's the first one that goes better. over an hour. Uh, but it's the one. It's the battle that took them fifty-five days yeah. to shoot in Croatia, just yeah. beating the crap out of each other. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. So here's here's something real quick that uh, that I saw that w- it was was kind of interesting that I had not considered, um, but. What if the, uh, so the battle, the big battle of Winterfell takes place in the third episode. What happens if they, if the White Walkers and the Night King is actually defeated in that third episode? And now going forward, we have the aftermath of Cersei, of Jon, of Danny, of all, we go back to, like, back to the roots, basically, back to the core of the fight over the throne. Like, you know, did, whether Daenerys goes full villain or I, I, I thought that was that was an interesting because oh. it seems like going into the season, I think we're all assuming that the battle against the White Walkers is pro, is going to take up the bulk of the final six episodes. Just a, a quick aside, Brad. Just go busy yourself with something. Zach, yeah, aren't you glad we're doing this podcast with him? Yeah, he's really smart and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and now I back agree. to our show. <laughs> Uh, that's really good, um, and, and even better. Well, even, I oh, didn't, I didn't oh. think of it. By the way, I'm not taking How about credit. This? I said this was a theory I saw online today. How about this? They wipe out the dead. They wipe out the dead in the battle, but not the Night King. The Night King escapes somehow. Maybe they get the dragon and they think they got him. Right. I don't know. Mm. And then the Night King pops back up for the denouement at the end. Dude, the, the old, the old <laughs> horror movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Michael Myers. You know, right. Yeah, it's not like really he's not small. already undead. Uh, right. But yeah. Oh man, there's so many possibilities, and we're just yeah. scratching the surface. We're a sixth of the way through, but we've yeah. still got five more. Which lovely is that's rides. the crazy thing. We only got five episodes left now. Uh, we've been waiting so long for this, and it's like, oh, every... and that's going to be over by June. I know. Practically, I, or it, it's going to be over by May. May nineteenth is, yeah. uh, is the finale. Like I can't. As oh. when last night ended, I could not wait. I'm like, all right, give me the next episode. But at oh. the same time, I'm like, oh, we only have five left. My, my first thought was, let's see, I could either go to bed now or I could call the guys and say, let's record it now. Yeah. <laughs> meet him at the studio. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's minutes. go. We all have keys. Let's yeah. go. I got to yeah. be to work in you know three or four hours anyway. <laughs> exactly. Oh uh, man. All right. Well, there. I, I think I think we covered everything. I've got. I'm, I think I hit all all of my notes. Oh, and just to repeat, yeah. spoilers. No. <laughs> <laughs> a bit late for that. A little late for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, anybody else? Any other uh, no, final, um, final th- thoughts? Parting I, thoughts? I do think uh, that we're going to have uh, a death of at least at least one major character or somebody that qualifies as a character who's name checked with us right. next week. Don't know who it's going to be. Wouldn't want to presume who at this point because everybody's kind of. Like a chess game, they're, the pieces are where they need yeah, to be the, right now for the next step. It all depends on where the Whites hit first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't well, know. They're, they're headed to Winterfell. There's, yeah. uh, there's no doubt about that. They are yeah. headed to Winterfell. I, I, I feel like we're ramping up. I, I feel like that we might get maybe like a Beric Dondarrion or somebody yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. small like that next yeah. week. Just in a, you know, because they're, they're still in the outskirts, you know, so maybe... He gets taken down as they're trying to make their way to Winterfell. Right. But I think I think the third episode is when it's. Oh yeah, and the third episode, I'm going to have a hell of a time putting the scoreboard together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach, any final thoughts? Um, no, I mean I just I'm like wanting more, you know. But know. every every Sunday, I get the feeling like my team's in the Super Bowl again, and that's <laughs> right? every Sunday you get that for the next. You know, five I was, Sundays. I was so giddy last night, like when the theme started. Oh my god! Like, ah, yeah, here we go. Da, 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 we, da. we were out to dinner before uh, beforehand. We had dinner with my uh, my mother in law, and I just kept looking at my watch. 
Like, right. Mom, Mom, I don't mean to be rude, but... I, I could not get my son in bed fast enough last night. Oh, God. <laughs> it was bath night. I'm like, all right, all right, come on. You're here. One story. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, one story. That's it. We're good. Okay. Once again, the we drink part of this, we should uh, mention once again, the uh, the beer was called yes. For the Throne, and it's from that company that does the beers with HBO. Yeah, Omegang. Oh. Omegang. Um, out of, uh, I believe it's Co- Copperstown, Cooperstown, New York. Um Yep, Cooperstown, New York. Cool. Um, and they distribute in and around the area, so this is not the only thing that they have, but it's the only, of course, uh, Game of Thrones beer they offer right. currently. And, yeah. and once again, there are uh, a few of these that are out there, uh, oh, and yeah. we're going to have another one next week. Yes. I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend that beer, and, and uh, overall, I would say we're off to a great start for, yeah. uh, for the final season. Yep. And, and once again, we thank all of you for uh, checking in. Please leave us a comment. Uh, on uh, on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this even, podcast. Even negative comments. Even negative yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Whatever. needs to shut the hell up. Um, I get that a lot, negative, actually. Negative attention is still attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your friends about it. Share it on social media. We cannot stress enough how important it is that and you share subscribe. it on social media. That's how I've sold most of my novels, is people on social media saying, this was really cool, my yeah. friend wrote it. Um, but um, subscribe mm-hmm. and share the word and uh, let us know what you're thinking. And um, we'll be back again uh, next week with uh, episode two, season eight. All right. We drink and we know things. You're a talker. Listening to talkers makes me thirsty. This has been We Drink and We Know Things with three guys who are here to pester us about Westeros. It's produced by Tommy Lee and written by absolutely no one whatsoever. Music licensed by FirstCom. We Drink and We Know Things is part of the Federated Media Podcast Network. Winter is here, and so is their ride. Please drink responsibly. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.